G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. Talking through the things we need to know out of the book of Genesis, the first book in the Bible. And we're talking about a very interesting concept, that of a covenant, and how a covenant, being a legally binding agreement, actually has a lot to say about the way we understand Jesus. Let's talk more about Abram today and the covenant that God made with him. Sure, but before we do, Neil, let's just highlight again what is this whole issue of covenant. Very important. Something that a lot of Christians may not understand, but we have to understand vitally. And that is, first of all, the Bible has several what we call theocratic covenants. These are agreements God instituted to people for everyone's benefit. They will include a covenant he made with Abraham, another one with Moses, another one with David, and then, of course, Jeremiah 31, the new covenant of which all of us as believers are beneficiaries. Let's not forget our Bible consists of two parts, an old covenant, which we call the Old Testament, and a new covenant, also known as the New Testament. So covenant is basically that legal agreement between God and man for the benefit of all. Let's put it this way. God doesn't work on a de facto or unofficial basis. He works on a de jure, official basis. Camille, why would God need to make a covenant with Abraham? He made a covenant with Abraham because, as was promised, even in the Garden of Eden— there would be the seed of the woman, and the seed of the woman would bruise the head of the serpent. The seed of the woman, ultimately, of course, is Jesus Christ, the Savior and the Redeemer. Abram comes in as this righteous man of faith, this friend of God. God makes the covenant with him by strategically sending him to the land of Canaan, telling this man who did not have any biological children of his own, that he would become the father of many nations so that his seed in the promised land would bring blessing to the entire world, that in you and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. That is ultimately the promise of the covenant with Abraham, universal blessing, universal redemption. Is there a sense in which this covenant helps us to hold all of the pieces of the Bible and of history together? The Abrahamic covenant does all that. It holds the Bible together. It also influences history. Because what happened is God brought a chosen race, namely the nation of Israel. They are called the chosen people. They are the ones that go to the promised land. And the Bible is a very, very transparent and honest document 
about their early history. It tells the good points. It tells the bad points, warts and all. But in all that, it shows that these people in the land eventually would bring forth the person, the Savior, and that the Savior coming from the seed of the woman, from the tribe of Judah, from the lineage of David, would bring salvation to the whole earth. That's why we are very, very keen to highlight why the Abrahamic covenant is important. It is ultimately all about Jesus. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.